0: This week on Honey, You Should Watch This, you're getting a twofer, because Greg not only made me watch one movie, he made me watch the sequel. Yeah, you're right. Sylvester Stallone, Jason Statham, Dolph Lundgren, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jet Li, and Jean-Claude Van Damme in The Indecipherables.
1: I guess I don't have to ask if you liked it.
0: (laughs) Well, that's a heck of a cast not to understand.
1: You didn't have a problem understanding uh, Jason Statham in a talent job.
0: They mic'd him better, I guess. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Hi, everybody.
0: Hello. Hello. It is day 10 of social distancing and day 8 of working from home. Uh, just, for you, just a tad bit kg. Yeah. Day eight for you. Mm-hmm.
1: I get to go see everybody. It's really, really nice and fun.
0: You get to, at least you get to feel like a human being.
1: Oh, is that what I get to do? All I, right, I, I guess. <laughs> Let's see. Um, you can't get anything for yourself, and you have to stand in line to get into the Home Depot, and there's nothing anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's a good time. It's a good time for all. <laughs> uh, I I mean, okay, I guess we'll just get right into it.
0: Well, you, one of the things I, I did want to say cuz you saw me watching this and I wanted to share it um, and you I'd I'd watch this again with you if you wanted to see it. Um but over the weekend I watched the documentary 7852. Okay. Which is Hitchcock's shower scene. Um very interesting. Um, We're not
1: talking about Hitchcock this week. That was last week.
0: I know, but I wanted to kind of tie into last week. So, oh, it was. It's very. What, very what is the relevance of
1: the seventy-eight fifty-two?
0: Um, I believe it is. Hold on. Give me a second. Seventy-eight camera setups and fifty-two edits over the course of three minutes to make up that scene. Wow. Yeah. Um, it has uh a lot of interesting uh commentators on it uh Guillermo del Toro um uh Elijah Wood, Danny Elfman, uh Jamie Lee Curtis, Peter Bogdanovich, um Oz Perkins, so it's 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 an interesting look. Okay. Um definitely m- more analysis for that 3 minutes than I have ever seen and or heard in my life, but it's interesting. I'd I'd give it a go. Okay. Um, it's got an eighty nine percent tomato meter score and a seventy eight audience score.
1: Oh, is that what makes something good now?
0: I don't know, but I'm just saying. Okay. So, I I I I think if you're interested, you like Psycho. You like Hitchcock? Was that a good movie? Psycho. Yeah. You've seen Psycho?
1: No. It's in black and white.
0: <laughs> you, you've seen Psycho.
1: I mean, you're giving it a lot of credit because there were 78 camera angles. I, there was 78 camera angles in The Expendables. <laughs> uh, there was. <laughs> I mean, hello.
0: I, uh, yes, so you made me, not only made me watch The Expendables, you made me watch The Expendables i didn't make you
1: i i i told you that if you've watched the first one you should just go ahead and watch the second one because the second one's better and you agreed yeah i don't, I don't ever get to make you do anything that only happens when you know you to me
0: that's not true that is true not like true. last
1: week when you are like take out the trash
0: that was a request no <laughs> in the form of a command yeah
1: all right <laughs> there you have it ladies and gentlemen i speak truth
0: Okay, so let's get down to the question of why did you make me watch this?
1: Because we have done a lot of serious, really good movies, mm-hmm. and it was time to do just a fun, really good movie or okay. two. Yeah, I know. You roll your eyes at really good movies because <laughs> you really don't know what a good movie is. I,
0: but I, I, Well, I, uh, let's get into this a little bit later because there's so many things about this that I, I can't connect to. Um, but uh, we can get into it a little bit And you bit know later.
1: what? That makes me sad for you.
0: There was so much testosterone in that, that movie. W- yeah. I just needed to go, you know, look at the color pink for a well, little while. Well, if you'd watch number three yeah. with me, Ronda Rousey's in it. <laughs> Again, so much testosterone.
1: You know what? That's, that's a little <laughs> bit fucked up. I hope she doesn't come knock on the door because I'm not going to be able to protect yeah, you. I
0: would not open the door. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, so what we're going to do is, because The Expendables 2 was a was a last-minute audible, we actually watched that last night, because, uh, I mean, <laughs> what the fuck else are we going to do right now? <laughs> <laughs> we, we were going to go out and dig a ditch, but they wouldn't let us, so... <laughs> um, I convinced her, so we're going to break this up into two parts. We're going to discuss The Expendables, and then we're going to discuss The Expendables 2. I have been informed that The Expendables 3 is off the table, which is a shame because it's also a lot of fun. But um, the synopsis... You got me
0: farther than you ever thought I'd go on this, so... uh, uh, Maybe. You know. Maybe. Count your blessings. Yeah.
1: um, Okay, so we're going to start out with The Expendables. Um, Why did I make you watch this movie? You you said at the beginning that this show was about us broadening our horizons. Yep. And about us uh, doing things and watching things that we that normally would would that would normally take us out of our comfort zone. And this right. is this is nowhere near your comfort zone. Now, you knew from the beginning that this movie was going to come at some point because oh yeah. you know how much I like this movie and how much uh, I enjoy this movie.
0: Exactly. Knew it was coming. Um, yep.
1: And we've watched and I've had you watch a lot of movies that I thought that you would really like. Okay, I missed on the super. I get it. <laughs> I get it, okay, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry, but allowed it again
0: every now and again. Yes,
1: but most of what I've picked has been just uh, movies that I thought that you would actually like and enjoy, Mm -hmm. just because I think that they're good movies and they're well made. I think this is a good movie. I think this movie is well made, but this is not. This is not art. This movie is not art. This is not about how many Oscars are we going to get. This movie is about just sheer. We're going to tear some shit up. Literally, and it's it's not about good acting. It's not about good. It's not about good writing. I put these movies in the same category as I do the Transformers. Everybody talks about the Transformers, and they give Transformers a lot of crap. I don't watch the Transformers because I want Shakespearean writing, and I don't watch the Transformers because I want Sir Anthony Hopkins acting. I watch the Transformers because I have got robots shooting rockets at shit, and it's on fire and that is that isn't action just a fun action movie that's what this is and i know that i know that this movie is better than you thought it was and you you can't lie to me you thought it's it was
0: better a, than the suicide squad I'll, okay. I'll tell you that and that's much. one yeah. of the things that you said to
1: me so yeah. this 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 is it, it's just what it is it, it is what it is and you you all, you know and we haven't gotten into it on this show very much gone, <laughs> i don't know what I'm like. <laughs> gone girl a little bit you know that i like to pick movies apart for stupid shit mm-hmm. We watched these two movies. Oh, and stupid! Show. I pointed out the stupid <laughs> shit all over, and I had a smile on my face, and I was literally bouncing up and down in my chair <laughs> because I was so fucking happy that we were talking about this movie. Okay, I've said the f word too much already. <laughs> so, all right. So, it, Susan usually goes into depth, and she gives this really great story breakdown mm-hmm. and about who it stars. All right. So, The Expendables.
0: Yes. See, is, for-
1: the, the Expendables is um, here. We go. This, a CIA operative hires a team of mercenaries to eliminate a Latin dictator and a renegade CIA, CIA agent. All right, there you go. There's our story breakdown.
0: <laughs> you, you didn't read the one. There's a, there's a synopsis on there about him uh, having, to, Ross having to go back to save his soul.
1: Oh, you, yeah. there's, that's too deep. <laughs> I, I mean, okay, so we'll just say this. Uh, the first and the second movie star a lot of the same people. There are a couple extra people that come out. Um, this movie has uh, Sylvester Stallone uh, in the lead as Barney Ross. Uh, he also directed the movie, and I think he wrote the movie as well. Jason Statham he, is, he rewrote the movie. Is he? Yeah, he had. A, there was a script floating around that he grabbed, and then he rewrote it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason Statham as Lee Christmas, Jet Li as Yin Yang, uh, Dolph Lundgren as Gunnar Jensen, uh, Eric Roberts is the bad guy, as Jason Monroe, Randy Couture plays Toll Road, Stone Cold Steve Austin plays Payne. Um, and the uh, Terry Crews plays Hale Caesar. Mickey Rourke plays Tool, uh, and everybody else is kind of a supporting character. There's a lot of people in this movie that you would know from things from seeing them. For instance, the gentleman that plays General Garza is—he uh, was the Hispanic police officer that was on the first three or four seasons of Dexter. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, right. I liked him. Yeah. 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 He's and he's good. At it. He's been in a lot of stuff. Um, this movie is a straight up, uh, a, a little bit better synopsis. Uh, Steve. Uh, Sylvester Stallone leads a group of team, a, a team of mercenaries, gut, men for hire. They're soldiers, soldiers of fortune, soldiers of fortune mercenaries, uh, called the Expendables, and they are basically uh, when the CIA needs something done and they can't afford to have their fingers dirty or the government or or whatever, uh, they go in and they do. They go in and to. they yep, they go in and they do whatever they want to do. And um, uh, you know, uh, they end up being hired by. Uh, oh, I forgot. Bruce Willis is in this. He plays Agent Church. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in this. He plays Trench. Um, they are basically hired by the CIA to go down to an island in the in the Pacific that is uh, got CIA ties. The CIA agent has gone rogue. They want them to bring the CIA agent back, uh, but they don't want them to do too much crazy shit because the CIA has their fingers in all the coke and the drugs and everything. And you know, typical U.S. government bullshit. Uh, they go down there. They pass. Uh, Stallone, they make a trip down there. They, they pass on it. Uh, they end up coming back. And he changes his mind because he knows that the people there are suffering. Um, Dolph Lundgren uh, goes from good guy to bad guy to good guy in this movie. Um, other than that, there's not a lot of plot. There's not a lot of script. There's a lot of weapons. There's a lot of bullet casings. There's a lot of fire. There's a lot of fighting. There's a lot of punches. The story kind of is what it is. The only, the only twist that you probably saw coming, because it's not a big twist, was that the informant on the island, the lady, was the General Garza's daughter. She leads the resistance against her father. Wow, never saw that before. So, basically, the movie picks up with them uh, uh, raiding a, a Somali a pirate-held ship to rescue the crew, and then it just it, it really never slows down from there. S- so... Did you like this movie? You can you can answer quicker than that. <laughs> it's Fucking people are gonna fall asleep driving to work and
0: think about this one. Did I like it? I didn't hate it. Um,
1: ladies and gentlemen, success. We're stopping right here. <laughs> Podcast is over. <laughs>
0: uh, did I I. Could it have been better? Yes. Um,
1: It's not supposed to be better. I know. Okay.
0: I know. It just, it's hard for me to get into this, which probably will lead me to a lot more questions of you so I can seek to understand why you enjoy it so much. But um, one, we know that I'm not into a lot of the Bang Bang Shoot'em Ups as much unless the action sequences are tight and good and I can kind of follow them. I like that. I don't think this, the action sequences, I got lost in some of them. Not all of them, but some of them. (laughs) Like, what the fuck's going on? Who the hell is that? People shooting, people (laughs)
1: shooting. That's what was going on.
0: (laughs) Um, You know, a lot of things that people really were like psyched to see in this movie, I had absolutely no clue about like the Steve Austin, you knew Steve Austin was going to face off with Randy Couture. Don't, No, i mean i knew who steve austin was didn't really know who randy was didn't know what dynamic they had when they were wrestling they were in different what you you don't call them leagues what do you call them wrestling federations is is,
1: yeah i think one was in uh austin was wwe i'm not sure if randy couture was actually a professional wrestler i think he might have been i know that he was more of a like an olympic wrestler than a a, a, greco roman yeah yeah
0: um, but you, you knew that they were going to face off. So a lot of people got psyched about that. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, a lot of boy toys in here, like, you know, motorcycles and airplanes and shit like that. And fast cars, fast trucks, motorcycles, motorcycles, and more motorcycles. Um,
1: hold on. I gotta go watch this again.
0: <laughs> so, you know, it's stuff, you know, and it's guys, you know, Raz guys being guy um, <laughs> <laughs> were you trying to say Guy
1: Ritchie? Is that what you're trying to <laughs> yeah, do? They're what?
0: trying to be Guy Ritchie. Oh God, I hope not. Um, they're just you know they're being dudes. They're you know they're they're razzing each other. They're giving each other shit. They're putting each other down as you know as their brohood kind of camaraderie kind of thing, which women don't do.
1: It's the bro code.
0: As much right? We may call each other. Yeah, a bitch whim- down women
1: there. are significantly more passive aggressive than just saying you're fucking ugly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but it's just not it's just not the stuff that is in my comfort zone and I'm like under, you know what I mean so it's not it's not going to grab me as much
1: you know it's not in my comfort zone stuff not blowing up all stuff-
0: right <laughs>
1: Okay, I mean, fair
0: enough. Because yeah. I, I like even in the beginning. You know, a lot of people like say what they like about this movie is it starts right away with action. Well, I didn't. You know, I mean, I know who some of the key players are. Obviously, Jason Jason Statham, and I like Jason Statham. Um, Handsome robe. Yeah, I like him a lot in the Italian Job. I think that's probably. Yeah, I probably see other Jason Statham movies as well. You you, you obviously know who Stallone is. I know who Terry Crews is because of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Um, but the other, like and Dolph Lundgren, okay, I'd know him and stuff like that, but I don't see a heck of a lot of things that I would see Jet Li. And, and it's it was a dark scene. It was done at night. They're in there, you know, doing, I don't know, covert, you know. they were rescuing people. Rescuing, yeah. Um, so when Dolph Lundgren goes off the edge in this scene where he wants to hang the Somali pirate, I did not know that that was Jet Li coming up behind him to stop him. So I'm immediately confused as to why doesn't he want to kill that guy? Isn't he one of the guys too? <laughs> like, why doesn't he want to kill one of the pirates? I, you know, I, the, so this whole, okay, so that we scene, don't kill. That yeah. scene
1: was set up to show that the team, even though they were mercenaries, they have a code of honor mm-hmm. and they have a code of ethics, which is what our military is supposed to be. You know, uh, Marines don't lie, Marines don't steal, Marines don't cheat, you know, you don't kill prisoners of war, stuff like that. That's what they were getting at. If the guy wanted to fight and he was going to be like that, then they would shoot him and they would kill him, but they weren't going to just execute them like that. That was that whole point. And that was what they were setting up with that scene.
0: Okay. But the, the other thing was, is like, okay, I, I just did not know. And I, it took me until like after the movie to figure out that that was Jen Lee. So
1: the 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 fact that he was five foot two and had a Chinese accent and give it away I
0: didn't couldn't tell I mean <laughs> I like right. i was like okay just trying to keep up okay not doing a very good job of it I that's just, all right you know that's all right that's that's the thing
1: this movie damn excuse me this movie to me is exactly what they wanted it to be it's not supposed to be a good air quotes good movie it's supposed to be a super fun movie this movie does nothing but call back the machismo action movies of the 80s the actors that are in it the things that they do the way stuff's done i mean i i I remember watching commando with schwarzenegger in it and seeing all the flubs in the in the way that things were shot this one guy takes on an island of pirates or uh uh, not pirates rebels and he, he never reloads his gun he never gets shot he never gets hurt it's literally what this movie was. And it was just supposed to be about the good guy kicking the crap out of the bad guy and and just having a good time. And that's why he grabbed the people that he did for this movie. They're all action movie throwbacks. Not all from the 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Bruce Willis and, and, and Schwarzenegger are. And Statham. But, well, Statham's, Statham's not really
0: not, 80s. No, These, Statham's more modern. But, and that's but, what I was and, getting And Jet at Lee,
1: I mean, Jet Li's first American movie was Lethal Weapon 4, which I believe was 1995. Um... You know, Terry Crews. His first movie was 2000. It's just about action guys, guys with a lot of muscle that can lift a lot, they they can pick up a lot of heavy things and throw them a long way. That's just that's what it was supposed to be. So when you watch it, you know the the story was decent. It was an acceptable story. It was a played out story. I mean, it's a story we've seen in a movie a hundred times, but. I, I I loved the interaction between the characters. I loved the fact that they were the one-liners back and forth. The scene where they're sitting around and they all make fun of—they're all making fun of Randy Couture's ear. I it, it cracks me up because to me that shows that this whole movie's self-aware, mm-hmm. and that's what they were. They they knew they knew when they were making this movie how ridiculous it was going to be, and they just did it anyway because that was fun.
0: I, I'm going to put it in terms that that maybe I think you'll understand. For me, watching this movie, I'm about as grounded in trying to understand so much of it the same way you would be if I sat down and made you watch Absolutely Fabulous, the movie. You might... Find a few things amusing and stuff like because that. I you I might know seen. who some of the characters are, but you don't know. You're I not seen the grounded series. in this. Yeah, grounded in the reality Informed. of that world. Informed. Informed.
1: I don't know the series back yeah. and forward. Okay.
0: So that's that's kind of how I I, f- I felt about this one, which okay. probably made the second one a little bit easier. But um, that's fair
1: enough. That just means that what we got to do now is we got to stop this and we got to go watch uh, like seven or eight Schwarzenegger movies, seven <laughs> or eight Stallone movies. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Come on, there were some lines that hit.
0: I don't know if there were lines that hit. There were a few things that I found funny, but I'm going to save them till like, okay. you know, because I'm going to run out of you know favorite parts. Yeah, well,
1: I mean, look, we always talk about you know the acting and the screenshots what? and the stuff like that. This is not one of those episodes because every screenshot, no matter what angle you took it from, there was fire in it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's the other thing I <laughs> forgot to write down. There's there's fire, fire. a lot of things that boys um, like is you fire. Know, the 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 uh, <laughs> the,
1: uh, the the dialogue was really um, ah I've been shot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing i i i, I what I found um, i I don't want to say amusing. Um, somewhere between amused and annoyed, because you know they 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 got to do that hero. Jibe where um, everybody gets their sensitive moment. Duh, right? Good thing Randy, Randy Couture, when they were saying about when he was talking about you know his ear and and this, you know what I mean? And obviously they had to rewrite that for Randy because not everybody has a cauliflower ear. Um, I'm hoping to God. That no one actually wrote that. Maybe that was improvised, <laughs> it was wasn't the greatest. <laughs> what the scene where about his ear? Yeah, eh,
1: it was probably just them sitting around shooting the right. shit. I'm sure. You I get- know that there are several scenes in this movie that are improvised, or mm-hmm. several several lines. Bruce Willis had my favorite. Yeah, but um, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later.
0: Probably. Um, th- you know, you've got Terry Crews looking at pictures of what we assume are his kids. You've got um
1: i think that might be the same picture he uses on brooklyn 99 is it really <laughs> i don't know but wouldn't <laughs> that be fucking hysterical
0: oh well, he's got twins in brooklyn 99 um you've got uh, uh mickey rourke with his you know story that that prompts ross to go back to the island to try to save San- sandra the the rubble um, where he's talking about how he walked away from somebody he knew that was going to jump off a bridge and commit suicide, and he did nothing about it. You know, sensitive guy moment. And then, the the one that I think exasperated me the most was the Jason Statham and charisma Carp- Carpenter um storyline there with the girlfriend. Oh, that you- served absolutely no purpose. to oh, the no, movie that at was all. <laughs> you know what? I
1: have two questions.
0: You First, how dare you? <laughs> I know you like the scene where he beats the shit out of the guy, but...
1: <laughs> spoilers. We'll get to this later, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Son of a bitch. It, it does. It, 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 shows, it shows that even though he does that for a, a living, mm-hmm. he's, it's, again, it's them trying to pound into your head that he's honest, he's ethical, he's moral, he's loyal. That That's what that's doing. He he wasn't... I mean, I get it. He wasn't home. She was lonely. Poor thing.
0: Well, she didn't know where he was either. He just... He, he just couldn't he, tell her. He ghosted her.
1: Oh, he didn't ghost her.
0: He ghosted her. Uh-uh. And so she doesn't know if he's alive or dead, where the hell he is, why he's gone, all this stuff like that. So I, that I get. I, just, I think you could have made... I think Statham's character came across with or without that storyline.
1: Okay, I, I give you that, but um, s- but still, still, yeah.
0: If you could, you had to cut time out of the movie. That's what I'd cut because I I, d- I didn't find it entertaining. Fairly. I didn't find it um, any more insightful to his character. I just it didn't move the fo- the story forward at all. Oh, it did. And then I'm gonna wait until we talk about the second one too. So let's. Oh, it let's, moved. Let's, it it moved. Move it th-
1: moved the for- story forward. <laughs> <laughs> it moved. It moved. It moved uh, oh, it.
0: You gotta. Yeah, I know. A beast near the soundboard.
1: Again, little bastard. Um, We just lost like 45 minutes of our life because apparently the cat decides that that's his hopping stone to the window and he likes to depress buttons that I don't see where they're at and then we have no audio. He just likes to
0: pretend he's an editor. He's got dreams, man. He's got dreams. Don't crush him.
1: Well, go to work, bitch. (laughs) 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 Okay. um, I mean... (laughs) Uh, all right. I mean, whatever. I, that's
0: just my opinion. Doesn't have to
1: be. And that's fair. Mm -hmm. I I get it. I just, to me, it would be, you know, I think every guy in this world Mm -hmm. has had a girl cheat on him. Really? Seriously. I I would say, yeah, uh, at some point in their life. And, and it would be satisfying to get to do what he did to those guys in the real world and not go to jail over it. So it's a
0: revenge (laughs) fantasy. That's what the guys like about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's
1: like fight porn for us. (laughs) Yeah. I've never heard that term. <laughs> it's because I just made it up, patent pending. Tim. <laughs> oh, hey, by the way, everybody, good news. To celebrate the quarantine, porn or Pornhub has now gone ahead and let everybody have their premium service for free. Yikes. Um, so it, it it just... Okay, yeah. I, I, I can see what you're saying. I, I don't subscribe to it, but I, I understand it.
0: Yeah, I just... You know, to me, it was like, okay, uh, it, you know, we've got two women in this story, and one of them's a cheating hoe. Um, but it was, I didn't, it didn't matter, you know what I mean? It, it was inconsequential to me as far as this whole story was concerned. So. okay, all right, all right, I'm putting it to bed.
1: <laughs> nah, that's what she did. Hey, oh, all righty. Um, uh, that I, li- I liked. <laughs> there was just so many things about it that i enjoyed the plane being retrofitted with all the weapons that it had the fact that they every time you turned around they were there to cover cover each other's ass it was just it, it's just I, like
0: magic it's just voodoo man uh, it, it's just well machismo voodoo yeah,
1: yeah. um it was it was home and reason for one of the best Shine Down songs that they ever made. Oh God, um,
0: <laughs> that's the other thing—the soundtrack. Um, I know. I don't don't hate me. Don't at me. I you know I'm the, I'm just not into as much of that heavy heavy sound. Don't do it. Don't do what?
1: What you're about to say. Don't I'm do not going to say. It. I'm
0: just saying that's that's just another thing that made made it hard to connect to to this. That's all.
1: But Shine Down is just about as close to grunge that's not grunge is you no, i'm kidding shine down's good grunge is not um (laughs) (laughs) i think after we watched that the other night when i got up and drove to work the next morning i think i listened to that song three times in a row (laughs) uh, on the drive (laughs) because i had honestly forgotten that they had made that song and i like that song but i like shine down too and i like that type of heavy music not 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 like german death polka but i do like you know rock rock Rocky, Rock, Rockerson, Rock.
0: The thing that surprised me, because I did not know what to expect going into this, um, was how little um, Schwarzenegger was in it. I thought he'd be in a little bit more... I'll get to that in just a second. What were you
1: expecting, to be honest?
0: I I was expecting more of what I saw in two in one. Does that make sense to you, audience? Probably not. Um, I was expecting... For it to be completely tongue in cheek, um, you know, um, almost a parody of itself. I mean, there were some things in it that were like y- you. I there's one part where I laughed out loud, which I will get into later, um, because it was so implausible. But not necessarily self self referential or. Um, meta you know Uh, so i i thought it would be more of that when in expendables 2 what they delivered in expendables 2 was a lot more of what i was expecting in one
1: i what i've seen is that he was going for not a campy or a tongue-in-cheek feel for the first one He wanted to just make a movie that was fun and play on the 80s action thing. And after people saw it, even though it was a big hit, the biggest complaint was they thought there would be more humor involved. Or they Mm -hmm. thought there... He did not take... He didn't have the one-liners lines, one liners in the movie, like, um, you fired, you know, shit like that <laughs> from, from um, True Lies and stuff like that. He didn't do a lot of that in this because I think he was just going over the top with the action. As you saw, and we'll get to it in the second one, mm-hmm. th- that's what they did uh, with, with a lot more. Schwarzenegger was not in this movie for very long because um, Schwarzenegger was not allowed by his contract as governor of California. He was not allowed to be in movies. Mm-hmm. He was not allowed to be paid to be in movies. So uh, that's one of the stipulations that California has as their governor uh, because, you know, most of the time California governors are film stars. They want them focused on their job. So he did this as a cameo for free. Mm -hmm. That's how he got around it. Um, And ironically, I'll say say it now, Expendables 2 was his first movie back after he was governor. That's why he was only in it for the one scene. Um, Bruce Willis was in it for what he was in it for. Simply because Schwarzenegger asked him to do it. And as we all know, Schwarzenegger, um, Stallone, Demi Moore, and uh, Bruce Willis were playing Hollywood. Right. This was the first time that all three of them have been in the same movie. Um, and 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 not only that, they were in the same scene. Because Bruce Willis is only in this for that scene in the church, the meeting. And that's, right. where, and that's where Schwarzenegger is in it. That's why he was not in it more, and that's why he had a, a a bigger role in number two.
0: Well, they expected him, or they expected him. They they considered him for Bruce Willis's role. He was the first choice. Yes, and, and, he, and he didn't want to do that. He role. He didn't want to do it. Um, so that's why they put him in the trench. I that's what I found surprising when I kind of dug into it as much as I could dig into it. Um, that a lot of the people who were in it were not the first choice. Um, Terry yeah. Crews was not the first choice. Um, it was written for Wellesley, Wesley Snipes um, and then it was uh, written for uh, Forrest, rewritten for Forrest Whitaker, which I don't remember him being in a lot of action action movies. He's not.
1: He's just a big star.
0: Um, and then they had 50 Cent in the role. Who passed. And then they went to Terry Crews.
1: Right. Snipes wanted to do it mm-hmm. but he could not do it because at the time he was being prosecuted for his tax evasion
2: mm-hmm.
1: and he had to have permission to go out of country to film. That's right. And they weren't going to give him the permission because they because right. he was a flight risk. So, yes, that's exactly right. Now, he does he does play... He is in Expendables 3 and he's really good in it. Um, I mean, as good as you can be in Expendables 3. You right. know what I mean? Uh, I was... I think it was... It's a situation... Uh, Mickey Rourke was currently filming because he's in this, he plays Tool. He was currently filming Iron Man 2. And he bounced back and forth. And He, did he was it as,
0: better in this than he was in Iron Man 2. Everybody was better in this <laughs> than
1: they were in Iron Man 2. Um, the, uh, what he did was, he did it as a favor. He, he was offered the part and he turned it down and then he changed his mind because Schwarzenegger had offered him a major role in the movie Get Carter when Mickey Rourke was kind of out of acting. And he said, you know what, the guy kind of brought me back in and re- resurrected my career. I owe it to him. So I think he did it for like a minimal fee, uh, thing, things like that. Um, uh, Stallone said when he did this movie that a lot of the parts that he offered to people, like Wesley Snipes, were about giving somebody that needed a second chance a second chance. Because they knew this was going to be a big movie. Mm-hmm. They knew it. Uh, also, there's a lot of people who... Turned down stuff in this. Because if you think about it, in 2006 on to, you know, kind of when this came out, action movies were a lot different. Everybody wanted good acting and a good story. And it wasn't just about running around blowing shit up. Those movies were not being, they were not big hits. And I don't have any off the cuff, but action movies aren't now what they were in the 80s. -hmm. So there's a lot of people, like you informed me of Jean-Claude Van Damme, Mm-hmm. Who was offered the role of what Eric Roberts played? Right, and he turned it down because there wasn't enough character development.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I, they... I, I'm just going to tap the table for just a second <laughs> because I mean, <laughs> well, I, li- I like I like John Claude Van Damme, Sean but you,
0: his own fucking
1: seriously, dude? He's in his own league, in so his own world. So, so just for a minute, let's run through that real quick. Cyborg, yeah, great character development. Bloodsport. Yeah, great gummy character bear development. Bear Hard target. Great character. I mean, I mean, fucking really. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dude.
0: Well, the the character played by Eric Roberts. I guess they 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 thought okay, maybe De Niro, Pacino. Uh, they thought Ray Liotta. Um,
1: Those roles were actually they were actually offered the role yeah. of Church. Um, Bruce Willis.
0: Ben Ben Kingsley was also yeah. considered. Um, so they, they, you know, they got to Eric Roberts. You know who I thought would have been brilliant in that role?
1: Who? You got to say the it for super. people to laugh about it. Joe Pesci. <laughs> Joe is,
0: Pesci would have in been In the Eric break. Roberts role? Give
1: me a fucking break. Oh my
0: break. God, he would have been hysterical. <laughs>
1: they weren't going for funny. They were going for imposing. Yeah, I know. He's five foot one.
0: I know. See, but he, you know, he only came back for the Irishman. So this would have been like his small comeback, yeah. you know?
1: Yeah, well. They did lure somebody out of retirement, but it wasn't for this movie. Um, I, I, you know, again, the dialogue was campy. I, I don't, I don't care. Mm. I, I don't care. This movie to me succeeded on every level. It gave me exactly what I wanted out of this movie. I knew that when I went to the theater, yes, ladies and gentlemen, when I went to the theater <laughs> to see this movie, I, I felt like a. 12 year old boy in that seat just giggling because it was so ridiculous and so fucking awesome <laughs> that they did everything that i wanted him i wanted him to do <laughs> stop and think about this movie they invaded an island of a i mean really let's just call it cuba because basically this whole thing was it's just a fake island yes. it was a fake island but it was it was a set, it was set up where they had a dictator who everybody was under his fist. They had nothing except what he had. They invaded this island, and they kicked the shit out of all of them. Nobody got shot. Nobody got stabbed. Nobody got anything broken. Nobody got knocked off a building. No, nothing, literally nothing. And every one of those dudes had automatic weapons.
0: <laughs> and never ending C four.
1: Uh. Well, no, they had. They went, <laughs> That's bullshit because it doesn't take much C four. Those packages would have been really small. That's the only thing I'll argue with you on. They didn't necessarily need to put them that close together, but they were trying to make everything. They were trying to bring the whole palace down. So eh, we're gonna we're gonna let the C four slide because C four goes a long way because it's super powerful.
0: So the other person that they talked about because they wanted when Schwarzenegger turned down church, they went to Kurt Russell. Yes. And Kurt Russell did not want to be an ensemble piece at the time.
1: Yeah, he should have thought about that. <laughs> he should have thought about that because I love oh,
0: Kurt Russell. Well, he he conserved his, his his ensemble piece for Guardians of the Galaxy too. So,
1: yeah. <laughs> I mean, yay! But completely different movie. Great completely, movie. Completely, it was a great movie. It was a fan. It was one of the best that they've done. But mm-hmm. he should. have I mean. I don't want to be in that movie. I might make money. <laughs> uh, okay, Kurt, I guess. I mean cuz you've been in so much other stuff. Um and I I love Kurt Russell. I think he's f- phenomenal. He's one of those poopy people, poopy. He's one of those poopy <laughs> people that I'll go watch a movie just because people. he's in it. But uh yeah. Poop,
0: poop, poop, poop,
1: poop. Do you do you have anything else in this movie that you want to address?
0: Do I hold on, let me look.
1: Not, not the questions that we normally ask or the things we normally talk about.
0: No, I don't think so. I, I mean, you know, it, it it was what it was. Um, I, I I've I'll tell you what, I found Dolph Lundgren much more enjoyable to watch than I think I ever have. Um, in this,
1: he's he's underrated as to me as an actor and as a human being. People don't realize how smart this guy actually is. Mm-hmm. He has um. He has a, a degree in – I can't remember. I have to look it up. I can't remember if it's physics. Um,
0: yeah, I think they said it was physics. He, he,
1: has, a, he has a degree in um, uh, like chemical chemical chemi- chemistry or something like that. He has a master's degree, and he's like this, some type of special scholar that he was. I mean, this guy is a freaking wicked genius. He stopped being a sci- – he's a wicked pisser. He stopped being a scientist – so that he could be a bodyguard for his girlfriend. Do you know who his girlfriend was?
0: Was it Bridget Nielsen? No, oh.
1: it was Grace Jones.
0: Oh, <gasps> Grace Jones! And then he
1: got into uh, one of the James Bonds movies because he played uh, a bodyguard for Grace Jones.
0: Now that would be a great person to put in one of these movies. Grace
1: Jones? Oh hell yeah! Absolutely. I mean, hell she's yeah. probably like what eighty-five now though. Uh, yeah. Plus, she's, she's got boobs, so she can't be in this movie. Oh. Well, I mean, me so take, that's let why me, they let, let me, Ronda Rousey. Let me, in. Yeah, let me take that back. We're talking about Grace Jones, so there aren't any boobs, uh, <laughs> just like Ronda Rousey. But um,
0: so uh, you've—I think you are you finished up, or you're finishing up three. Right? Oh no, I finished it. You finished. Three. Oh hell yes. Okay, so if you had to put somebody who it has not been in one of these films one to three, and who's not reported to be in four who are they missing? Jackie Chan. Okay.
1: They they're missing Jackie Chan. They're missing um I mean if you're going to I know they
0: tried to get Jackie Chan for 2, but he couldn't make it. He could he was doing something else at the time.
1: Yeah, and he kind of turned it down because he prefers to be the lead actor. Um if you if you go with like if you were going to make 4 right now and you were going to go with just movies in general, I mean, obviously you got to have The Rock. Okay. Yeah, obviously, um, Matt Damon. No, I don't consider Matt Damon an action. I mean, he had the Bourne Supreme, the Bourne movies, but it wasn't really a- action type. That type of action. He's not an action oriented guy. He does dramas and stuff like that just as well. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to think about that for a second. Maybe that's a good question for me to ask for for the Expendables two part. Why don't we do that? Okay. Because there's there's a couple that Mm -hmm. that I'll I'll, I'll, tell you what. I'll give you my roundup at the end of the number two. Okay. Uh, Let me write that down. Who's missing? So, um, uh, okay. uh, uh, Just a little bit of trivia about this movie. Okay. Um, Stone Cold, there's a scene towards the end of the movie, and they give us the time for it, and I can't remember exactly what it was. But Stone Cold almost lost his leg in this movie. Ooh. There was an explosion uh, that did not go well. It went off before it was supposed to. And the only thing that saved him was he's, he was carrying a bag. And the bag took the brunt of the explosion. Hmm. Jacked him up pretty bad. Um, They knew that they were going to be make, making a sequel for this movie seven months before this movie was released. That's pretty incredible to me. Uh. The biggest one is that Sylvester Stallone sustained 14 injuries making this movie, including breaking a tooth, rupturing his ankle, got a hairline fracture in his neck that required the surgical insertion of a metal plate, and he also had bronchitis and shingles during the shoot. And he was in his 60s when this was going down.
0: 62. He was 62.
1: The body count for this movie? Take a guess.
0: Oh, I think it's in the triple digits. It is. 207
1: 188 pretty close 188 Um, I don't have a whole lot of other trivia we kind of d- d- discussed it there I mean guys there's a lot of shooting there's a lot of neat weapons there's a lot of hand to hand flippy floppy back and forth punch in the face stuff it's it's, <laughs> it's a virtual gold mine ladies of something that you can put in front of your boyfriend if you need two hours to, to buy yourself because if your boyfriend <laughs> doesn't like this movie, you need to find a new boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> kidding um okay, tell you what uh your, th- your three favorite moments oh,
0: there's a stretch here um, let me see. there's not a stretch. it was yes. your three favorite moments they um that
1: doesn't mean they're good it means they no. were your, of the uh, that means they were f- your favorite
0: i mean you've got you're so mean you've got when um. Christmas and Ross Statham and Stallone are uh, doing their reconnaissance and things go wrong as they do and they're trying to get off the island so Statham gets on the plane gets started starts running he's I I, I want to call it running on the dock but you could tell that he was hurt yes he was kind of lumbering um, and he's the, the plane is what six feet away from him and he takes a leap and grabs onto the open door and holding on and i'm just like waiting for the leslie nielsen type the fingers start stretching kind of a <laughs> it was just goddamn ridiculous so that's it made me laugh so it went on the list
1: that that is the part of the movie that you found ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> okay no, um. I mean, fair enough. It's ridiculous. It's it's and you know what? I think that that was a nod to like the scene in Die Hard where he falls down the elevator and he falls four stories and he catches himself with his fingertips, <laughs> you know? And and there's a lot of things that are said and done in this movie that are they reference something else. I'm going to get to a couple of them here in a second, but they 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 that's why to me it's so good because it's self-aware. It's acknowledging that that scene in that movie that everybody loves garbage. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay, so um, of the action scenes, the one that stood out to me um, because it was easier to follow than most um, was when um, Sly and Jet Li are being chased by Dolph Lundgren, who has turned to, got turned to the dark side because he gets kicked out of the Expendables because he's a drug addict and he's a maverick and he's a lone wolf and he's whatever else. He's got prams. What, he, no, oh, he... No, 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 no. Whatever cliche. He's not the lone wolf. No. Okay. Next. Never mind. Um, whatever cliche you want to use for somebody that, you know, you can't control, you know, hot headed. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a danger to himself and others. Okay. Okay. So that whole scene where um, Lundgren ends up fighting Jet Li and all that, that was, I thought that that was pretty good. I mean, poor freaking Jet Li, though, he's got to be saved twice by Stallone through this whole thing. So that.
1: He earns his keep.
0: It, gets, it loses points for that, but it, it's on the list. And I guess the third, and I really was stretching for the third, but it was Terry Crews and his great big gun. That's <laughs> when what he's he talking, said. When he's,
1: talk, when he's <laughs> talking about his gun, yeah, that was pretty sweet.
0: <laughs> no, when he came through and saved everybody, it was like, paw, paw, paw. oh, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> With the, I mean, pew, pew. Uh,
0: whatever hey, the sound was. I've but- shot
1: an automatic shotgun, and they're exhilarating. They are so awesome. (laughs) They're hard to control. It takes some practice, but my God, what a, oh. All right, my number three was there's a scene when they're on the island and shit's just blowing up and they're going crazy, and Stallone is kind of backed into a corner and he's got his pistol, and he's shooting and he unloads the clip and he presses the eject button, and before his clip falls out, he's pulled a clip from his belt and reloaded, and he shoots again and he does it twice. (laughs) And I don't know if it's CGI'd or not. Uh, it's it's super awesome and impressive to me because having shot pistols and and it knowing how long it takes that to me it was just genius and amazing because the hand eye coordination that you'd have to have to do that is through the roof so if he did it for real that's awesome plus to see somebody empty two clips in a pistol that quick there's just there's just it's it's just like that's like ballet to me sorry Number two was the scene where Jason Statham beats the shit out of everybody on the basketball <laughs> court, and he says to her, "I'm not perfect, but I'm worth the wait."
0: Yeah, because let's let's. If you haven't seen the movie, because we've kind of spoiled already, it's when Jason Statham as Christmas gets a call from his the his ex girlfriend, and she's got a black eye. So he goes and finds him and beats him and his douchebag friends on the basketball court. Yes. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. I'm just. Kick.
1: I'm just thinking about it for a second.
0: Okay. You do. You go ahead and do that. That did nothing for me. <laughs> mm. I'll
1: see you in 20 minutes. Okay. Uh, my fr- my favorite scene in this movie uh, is the moment where they're in the church with uh, Willis and Schwarzenegger okay. and Stallone. I can see that. I and can see classic. It was. Yeah. It was incredible because you'd never seen that before. You had the three really the three most iconic action guys in in
0: in restaurant in, 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 in history.
1: Hi- in history the at the line where church and or trent trench and uh, barney are talking and bruce willis looks at him and says you guys gonna suck each other's dicks now or what that was an ad lib and that was so that's so funny <laughs> stallone didn't think he was going to keep it because of the tone and after watching it he thought it was amazing the scene in that scene uh barney stallone makes a uh when trench leaves Church says, or, or Willis says to him, what's his problem? He goes, he's just pissed off because he can't be president. That's hysterical <laughs> because he, he can't be president because he wasn't born in the United States of America. <laughs> and the other line is when Trench, or Schwarzenegger, says to, to Willis, you know what, you should give it to him. I heard he likes to run around in the jungle. <laughs> you don't make any more blatant and obvious Rambo reference than that.
0: But all I could think of was Predator. Like he was running around in the jungle. Well, yeah, he he did.
1: <laughs> but I mean, I mean, Rambo. You know, I mean, right.
0: And it just—that's who we're missing in this movie is the Predator. There we go. No. Oh come on. No, the Predator's a bad guy.
1: Okay. The Predator's a bad
0: guy. Ernie, H- no. Um, who the hell was in that movie?
2: What
1: movie? Uh, the Predator. Arnold Schwarzenegger.
0: Uh, yeah, other guys too. Who Jesse Ventura. Jesse Ventura, yeah. Yeah,
1: he doesn't look like he used to look. He wouldn't be good in action and movie. And what's
0: anymore. his name? From, uh, never mind. Uh, it'll come to me.
1: W- name the movie. Tell me the movie.
0: He he played um, the acting teacher in um, Arrested Development. What was his name?
1: The acting teacher in Arrested Development. Yeah,
0: the the actor. Oh, Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. Fuck yeah, Carl, Carl Weathers.
1: Weathers needs to be in you this bitch.
0: Need Carl Weathers in this bitch. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Oh, uh, you know
1: what? Uh, give me some scares. All right. So, well yeah, I done. redeemed
0: myself. Yes, you. Ha- you okay. know what?
1: you know what? We're going to start this over because I think that if we... <laughs> <know>.
0: <laughs> I think we... I almost
1: got punched, ladies and gentlemen. I almost got punched.
0: I, I think before we jump into two, we ought to take a break because I need to get a we're refill th- on my wine and an estrogen patch.
1: We're, we're going to. All um, right. I, okay. don't, I didn't know that I was done. Um, oh, were you done? Yeah. We're, we're, we're not, d- not done? At? No, we're not at this you know, done, I mean, I wasn't quite done. Okay. Um, would you watch it again?
0: No. I wouldn't watch this one again. No.
1: Fuck this. We'll be right back. <laughs>
2: Hello there. Do you like movies but feel overwhelmed by the avalanche of titles available every week in the theaters and on streaming services? Do you struggle with justifying the increasing cost of movies at the theater or whether to pick up another streaming service? Well, I have a resource for you. One Movie Punch. Your movie review podcast for currently playing newly streaming classic and cult movies. One movie per day, every day. We track the theaters, streaming services, and the occasional physical release to find the best movies currently available. We watch every film, then distill it into a short three-to-five-minute review and publish a daily podcast. And now with year two, we've gone spoiler-free for all movies within the last three years and bringing on a team of reviewers with brand-new perspectives and selections. Want more information? Head over to www.onemoviepunch.com to subscribe to The Daily Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at OneMoviePunch and Facebook at www.facebook.com OneMoviePunch. We'll see you there.
1: All right, everybody. Even in time of quarantine, Susan was able to find her estrogen patch.
0: Yeah. All
1: right. I want to say something real quick. I've never said this on the show before. My wife is significantly and just like infinitely smarter than I am. And she says stuff and she says jokes that literally I'm a funny guy and I'm intelligent, but they go right over my head because I don't <laughs> catch the references. I just got kind of kinda got crap in the kitchen because I was like, You didn't catch my joke? And I'm like, What joke? And she explained it to me and I'm like, huh, that's pretty fucking funny. So everybody go back and listen to her sing the never ending C four joke. And and it has to go with the never ending story song, right. which was such an entire piece of garbage that I had blocked it out of existence <laughs> so I didn't catch it. So I apologize to my wonderful wife who's always making jokes that I'm always reminded of and told you didn't like that. I'm like, oh yeah, I do now that I realize what happened. <laughs> okay, so your question. Who should be in an Expendables movie so far that hasn't been? Oh, is that now, why
0: you were standing in front of the DVD he was. case during break? <laughs> I, had,
1: I, had, I had three or four already in my head that I had thinking about it. Okay. Now, t- to be honest and fair, Expendables 4 has already been greenlit. Okay. Uh, it's it's in pre-production right now. So that means that, they're you know. Okay. Now, we know I left a couple off the list because they've been approached and turned it down for one reason or another. Now, Jackie Chan was approached. He was turned down. Nicolas Cage and Don Travolta were both approached and turned down. Um, I think that Nicolas Cage would probably bring a level of just crazy ass insanity, insanity to this that would make him perfect to be a bad guy. Um, I know that Mel Gibson is he's still paying for what he did. Um, that doesn't diminish his acting ability to me. He's still not maybe the greatest person. I would have preferred him to be a good guy and the third one instead of the bad guy. But it is what it is. Um, I, I you, know, just because Mel Gibson usually is the good guy, but the first one that came to mind that has not been in a, in a movie was Mark Wahlberg.
0: Macky Mark. Mark
1: would be great in one of those movies. Um, you said Carl Weathers absolutely 100% on point. Um, and on a short note, his movie Action Jackson was actually a very good movie back in the 80s. And there was supposed to be a sequel. The problem was that the studio that owned the rights to the show went bankrupt slash sold Right as the second one was supposed to start, and it never got greenlit, which kind of sucked because it kind of ruined his career as a leading man. But he, I've always enjoyed Carl Weathers. Um, so I got those uh, Carl Weathers and uh, Wahlberg. What about um, what about Tom Cruise? Um, you don't no no you don't like Tom Cruise, but that doesn't mean that he hasn't been in a ton of action movies.
0: Yeah, yeah. so Michael Bean. Who is Michael Bean?
1: Michael bean played um uh he was the in in aliens he was the one that survived he wasn't Hudson he was um he was Hicks oh hicks okay okay he right. was in um he was in Tombstone he was in the abyss ooh you've never seen the abyss
0: no I have not
1: that's got to go on the list sorry
0: well you had offered me the abyss but I I took fort yeah, fairlane because i didn't want to go the easy route
1: that's one that's one that you would like um what about hugh jackman
0: yeah i guess so i i he's as he's gotten further and further away from wolverine all i, all I can see him is now is, is as a broadway star so
1: yeah i mean he's super talented but i mean to have a guy like that that's ripped like that doing that it, it would be perfect um will smith duh don't! Don't! Oh God, me, woman, <laughs> son of a bitch! This is my movie.
0: I'm trying to think. I, I it's not, I'm not coming up with anything. Christian Bale. No, because Christian Bale would just t- tear that whole thing down. He would shut. He would shut it down. He, he's not a team player.
1: I didn't ask you if he was a team player. You asked me who should be in the movies. Okay. Uh, Clint Eastwood. Hello. Clint. Absolutely. <laughs> Clint Eastwood should be in one of those movies, <laughs> even if it's as like a. Uh, Charles Bronson Siac- is Charles Bronson still alive? No, he's not alive. No, he's I don't dead. Think. Okay, okay. I think, I think he's passed. Um, all right. So anyway,
0: let me let's, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. I know in the first one there were rumors that, um, Sandra Bullock was going to be in it just because she was his demolition man co star. Um, oh, you know what, Sharon Stone.
1: I was thinking Sigourney Weaver. Mm. I mean, she was great, um, in Paul.
0: She's better with a gun, you yeah. um, know.
1: I mean, if you need a bad guy movie, <laughs>
0: fucking Sigourney Weaver
1: absolutely nailed it in Working Girl.
0: Okay, this is this is not in my dream cast, but i i did I did think about this today. If there was any scene that was going to be reproduced. And I had to pick three actors for it. I would pick the church scene, but I would recast it, Wayne's World, with Rob Lowe, Mike Myers. I can't think. It was Dana Carvey in as their Wayne, Wayne's World character? Can I be you? Only if I can be me. <laughs> <laughs> it would be awesome. It would be.
1: It would be. It would be funny to see. Uh, I think that that would be great with like David Spade, Rob Schneider, and... Adam Sandler? Yeah, why not? <laughs> why know, not?
0: Just add Adam Sandler as Zohan, and, and don't mess with the Zohan. There you go. Yeah, what
1: about Brendan Fraser? He wouldn't be bad in these movies either.
0: He'd be okay, yeah. Um, let's see, who else? pets. Yeah, that's pretty
1: much everybody in Hollywood. We got a list right there. Yeah, <laughs> everybody else. Well, has you been need in there. what's
0: his what's his face. Um, that it. narrows
1: it down. Thanks, yep.
0: motherfucking snakes off my motherfucking plane. Oh, oh my yeah, god! Oh how yeah, do we not yeah. have Samuel L. Jackson in this? <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson. There we go.
1: <laughs> Danny Trejo wouldn't be bad either. He was supposed. Oh to, yeah, Danny He Trejo. was supposed to be in th- three. Uh, his part. They wrote Antonio Banderas's part for him. Mm-hmm. They wrote it for Antonio Banderas. There was uh, gonna be an issue. Danny Trejo was going to come in as a secondary character, but his fee was too much. It would have put him over a budget. So they said no. The first expendables three. Okay. All right. So um we've done expendables, now we're gonna do expendables. Incomprehendables
0: two. two. Yes. No.
1: I, I'm sorry, I knew what they were saying just fine. <laughs> That's like the people that complain to me about that they don't how they don't understand what they're saying in a Pearl Jam song. <laughs> I understand what they are saying. <laughs> he's saying, hey, yo, no, so no. I was a little loud, sorry. I'll edit that down.
2: <laughs> all,
0: right, so, <laughs> <laughs> <think> <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Expendables 2. My mattress needs flipped. I
1: don't think it does. All right, so Expendables 2. Basically, what happens at this point is uh, the plot is Mr. Church, played by Bruce Willis, comes back to the crew and is angry at them because they did things that they were not supposed to do in the first movie, as in kill the Eric Roberts CIA agent character. With
0: a really awesome CGI knife.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. It was pretty good. And um, you shut your mouth. (laughs) So uh, he threatens to put them in jail for... uh, Basically, just put him in jail where no way they're going to find him unless they do him a favor. Uh, they have to go recover something from a plane that has been shot down in a, some country that doesn't actually exist. Uh, again, uh, Barney Ross. I thought played- it was
0: China. <laughs> no.
1: No, it was a Chinese plane that oh. was shot down and something. Okay. And they right. said, by who? And he goes, take a guess. I have no idea what that line means. Okay. He said, take a guess. Sylvester Stallone, Stallone uh, plays Barney, uh, Barney Ross, Lee Christmas with Jason Statham, Jet Li plays Yin Yang, Dolph Lundgren plays Gunnar Jensen, um, uh, Bruce Willis returns as Church in a much more expanded role, Arnold Schwarzenegger returns as Trench in a much more expanded role, Terry Cruz as Hail Caesar, Randy Couture as Toll Road, Liam Hemsworth shows up in this one as Billy the Kid, uh, Nan Yu... Uh, I did not look up what she has been in, but I know I've seen her in other stuff. Plays Maggie. Uh, she's a major character in this.
0: Albania, Albania is actually a country. That's where the down plane was.
1: That's not a real country. Uh, John Claude Van Damme plays the bad guy. His name is Valaine. And in this movie, we also get uh, a taste of Mr. Unbelievable Chuck Norris, who plays Booker. Um, it, the, the the principle is that the principle of this movie is that. They go to retrieve what's in the plane. The John Claude Van Damme character, of Elaine is um, he's the leader of a pack. group called um, the the Sc- not the scuds, the scads, the skids, the scads. Sk- Gar- the Sangs. The Sangs. Um, they ambush Barney's crew. They kill Billy the Kid. They piss off Barney, and they go after him. Uh, in fact, the line is hunt him, track him, kill track him, hunt him, kill 'em. Hunt him, track 'em something. I let let's go kick his ass. Um D- Did we introduce Billy the kid? No. Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. uh, Liam Liam's He's he's a sniper that's new to the group. Uh there's a great opening action scene uh where they are rescuing someone that you don't realize who it is until they get in there, and then it's of course it's Trench. Uh it's an Arnold Schwarzenegger character. Uh, Liam Hemsworth's character says, "You know, this life just isn't for him. He just wants to be with his girlfriend. He wants to finish out the month. You know what that means in an action movie? That means your ass is gonna die." Oh,
0: Billy, don't be a hero.
1: Um, it's outrageous action. Uh, the, the sayings the sayings are the looking, are the skanks are looking to get a hold of the computer that in the plane that was shot down. It shows the location of a whole uh, virtual shitload of plutonium that they're going to sell in the black market. Craziness ensues.
0: Because it's Van Damme.
1: No, just because it's the <laughs> expendables. Uh again, there's not a lot of story here. Bad guy kills good guy. Good guy wants or, or or good guy's friend. Good guy wants revenge. Uh just one thing after another goes down. And um I mean, there's a lot of shooting. There's a lot of stuff that blows up. There's a lot of punching. There's a lot of
0: a lot of drop plutonium. There's a, a lot, lot of drop plutonium.
1: This 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 movie uh, kind of goes off the uh, off the deep end in a very very a good way for me. A
0: lot of recycled one-liners and that, that the l- other I people get to say. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And Before a, we start, and a kick-ass, Chuck. Uh, oh my God, is it Chuck Norris?
1: Um, you know what? I'm gonna take your man card right now. I'm sorry. I, well, I don't yes, have. Yes, it, is I, like, it I is. I don't have testes. i It, is, sorry. Chuck it is Chuck Norris. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> you Chuck put Terris- your estrogen <laughs> patch on. Yeah, I thought so women bad. loved them from <laughs> Chuck Norris. Um, The body count in the first one was 188. What's the body count in this one?
0: 2003. No,
1: come on. Be be legitimate. Oh, I can't think (laughs) of... (laughs) 482. The best part about this movie is the ridiculousness of the airport scene. It's the finale.
2: Yep.
1: There's five... Five, we called them in the Marine Corps, we called them five tons because that was, I think, the carrying capacity in the back end. Five ton trucks. Three of them are full of these massive tubs of plutonium. So in my mind, if you pack the cab and you pack the two that are not carrying the plutonium, you have about I mean, top end, if they're sitting in each other's laps, 45 guys in this in this airport scene. And it is a solid 20 minutes of shooting and people getting shot. It is just, it's almost like okay, bring in the third group of extras, bring in the eighth group of extras. It is so much fun. It's so much fun. I can't control myself. Tell me what you thought about this movie. What were you expecting in this movie?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was expecting more of the same. Um, This was better than the first one because it was a lot more self- referential as far as you know people saying lines and oh, the, the jokes the cheesy, jokes were so good and you know the cheesiness of it all so good and um I, it, the storyline was a little i I, I don't want to say action sequences were a lot easier to to kind of get behind and and <laughs> So, and, and actually, the soundtrack was a lot more relatable to me. So, so you know what I mean? He went from the real hard dun, 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 to, you know, Mustang. Tally. So, um, <laughs> what are you looking at me like that for?
1: <laughs> because the riff that you use from the sound, the Shinedown song isn't, it's not even close. I know.
0: I'm, of course, I don't know that music. I just, you know. <laughs> okay.
1: If you don't know what I just sang,
0: then <laughs> it's
1: boom lay, boom lay, uh. They had, they had, uh, they had, <laughs> they had, uh, oh, goddamn, I can't remember his name. Oh, they had, they had Puff Daddy come in and write the, uh, part for him. Shinedown wrote down, boom, lay, boom, lay, and they asked we him for his advice. We don't know how to finish yeah, this. Yeah, and he was like, just go, uh, Diddy, it works. Diddy, help. Hey, P. Diddy, what should I put in here? Little, 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 little. There you go. Song wrote. <laughs> oh, my God. See, you're having more fun than you thought you would. Yeah,
0: I'm having more fun talking about it than, yeah. than watching yeah. it. <laughs>
1: Let's just hope, ladies and gentlemen, that we never have to do a Miami Vice episode.
0: <laughs> oh no! Oh, I would be so vicious. Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm oh. not doing it. No, because you're not allowed to talk when I'm watching Miami it's Vice. So
0: much fun! To you're make not allowed fun to talk. Be quiet. So much. Quiet.
1: Fun. Make fun of what perfection? <laughs> Who the fuck do you think you are?
0: <laughs>
1: Don everybody, Johnson is a goddamn national treasure. Everybody else.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh God. Okay. Oh, I've
1: been a little bowed in the microphone here this time this week, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> a little bit of clipping going on. I apologize. God damn, I love these movies.
0: <laughs> okay. So All right. What you got to say about this one?
1: Look, this movie. This movie is exactly the same as the first, with more characters. It's like it's like Spider-Man. It's like what Spider-Man three was supposed to be, except it's good. Mm-hmm. Spider Man 3, they're putting it together. They're telling him, you got to go bigger, you got to do more, you got to do more. That's what they did here. They brought more characters in, they had more action, there was more shoot 'em up, there was more bad guys. I mean, you know, I like Eric Roberts. I think Eric Roberts is a very accomplished actor. He's been in a lot of good roles, he's been in a lot of good movies. Uh, I mean, The Pope of Greenwich Village is one that people forget about. Um, But this is, I mean, this is Jean-Claude Van Damme. Well, that's, why I, J-C-VD.
0: <laughs> that's this, why I said Joe Pesci in the first one. You need somebody who's redonkulous. Redonkulous. But, John Claude,
1: but Jean-Claude Van Damme is not redonkulous as an action star.
0: Uh, he is an actor, though.
1: <laughs> well, that was... Have you seen Commando? No. Or Raw <laughs> Deal? Holy shit, you've no, never no, seen Commando? No, no, don't write it down. <laughs> I mean, that was Alyssa Milano's breakout role. We should watch it because you're a fan of Charmed.
0: Anywho, go ahead. (laughs) I didn't mean to break your thought.
1: All right, hold on. I got to...
0: No. I just
1: got to come down here for a second because (laughs) my soulmate has not seen Commando. Of course not. My, My soulmate has not seen Raw Deal. Oh. Raw deal you're probably going to get to watch cuz we talked about that this week. Mm-hmm. Um listen, uh, I get to pick on my weeks. I get to pick what I want you to watch.
0: I'm because of this whole COVID-19 thing, the one thing that I was going to surprise you with was um Dirty Money was going to be at one of our favorite little tiny theaters. Dirty Money. Uh yeah, so the Mike the uh, McDonald Norm McDonald Oh, Dirty Work. Dirty Work. Yeah.
1: We don't have to go see that. I own it on DVD. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. But anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm um, just trying to distract you from no, writing down the thing that I don't want you to watch, see.
1: <laughs> you, watch, you watch these movies, and, and that's, that's what it was in the 80s. Everybody knows there's, there's a lot of action movies to me that are iconic. In fact, I've talked about this on my other podcast. The, we've got action movies like, and I, I'm going to take First Blood out of it because First Blood, have you seen First Blood?
0: No. Oh, God damn it,
1: man. The list just I'm gets bigger. I'm a girl. The, I know, but the list just keeps getting bigger and bigger. These action movies, I, I know, and I like, I, she's pointing at her to boobs, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, and I wanted to tell her that I like them very much. They're my favorite boobs in the world.
0: Um, I don't have a twig and berries. I take it. I need, Neither do I,
1: apparently. <laughs> uh, the movies are not about they're not masterpieces they're not cinema- cinematographic <laughs> masterpieces and and i say that word like that because that is what these action movies do they're not they're not great scripts they're not great actors they're just really fun movies to watch so it's John claude Van Damme was not an action movie star because he was a good actor. He was an action movie star because even men wanted to sleep with him. He was so good looking. He was in No Retreat, No
0: Surrender. Right?
1: The guy was just, he was sexy as hell and he was built like a brick shithouse. And this guy was an unbelievable martial arts. Uh, It's just, and that was what it was in the 80s. It was big muscles, the muscles from Brussels. I mean, that's... So Jean-Claude Van Damme being in this movie isn't ridiculous. His acting is ridiculous. And what makes his acting so bad is the fact that he cannot speak English. (laughs) Do not challenge me. Are you (laughs) speaking English, France, or some other pile of garbage that Uh, they made up on the fucking set of Star Trek? (laughs) And anyone
0: who's made it this far, I will make sure that I put the link in the notes to the, um, Oh, what the hell is the name of the show? That I just showed you the clip from the um, oh the Graham Norton show the Graham Norton show um, L- Liam Helmsworth was on the Graham Norton show and he talked about being in Expendables two and the fact that there is a there is a scene where um, they capture Billy after they um, get uh, after a, a tense scene where they have to get the computer out of the the, p- the plane that crashed. So they've captured Billy, and they're trying to get what they they want from it. And of course, there's a whole thing about respect needs to be taught. And so.
1: No, you said it wrong. It's respect.
0: Needs. To challenge it. To be taught. <laughs> so it's a scene where. Van Damme is... He's so bad. <laughs> he's really bad. He's so bad. Uh, where he's asking Billy if he's scared of him, and he's like, no, I'm not scared of you. And he kicks him in the chest with a knife. And um, so Liam was saying that they, they did a few takes on it, and one of them, he actually just got him right in the chest when he did his roundhouse kick. Kick and him he,
1: squaw in the sternum.
0: And he fell to the ground, and he's like, I his hands
1: In the scene, his hands are bound behind his him. His
0: hands are behind him, yeah. Um, so he fell to the ground and the AD's like, are you okay? You okay? And he's like, I am not going to be weak in front of Van Damme. So he stands back up and he's like, I'm okay. I'm okay. (laughs) And he said, Van Damme was wearing sunglasses during this whole scene. Dare I say the whole movie. Um, comes up to him and whips off his glasses and he's like, you're okay. It's a controlled kick.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he's
0: saying, "If it were a controlled kick, you wouldn't have hit me." <laughs> yeah,
1: um, I've heard several stories about that with Van Damme, and I like I telling you one. I think one of them was Johnny Knoxville. There's a movie that's kind of a comedy action type thing that they filmed down in South America somewhere in Knoxville. Was saying what was supposed to happen was is he had a hat on and Van Damme was supposed to do something and kick the hat off. And he said on the fourth kick, he missed his face. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, you know, I, I mean, Van Damme is a very uh, uh, the rumor is out there that he's hard to work with because he's very egotistical. I mean, he turned down a part in Expendables because there wasn't enough character development, but he did take a part in Expendables too where there was money. -8% <laughs> character development of oh, money well done. After he saw how big the first one was.
0: <laughs> just, oh, fuck yeah, I'm on board. <laughs> I think I want to be a ch- challenge
1: yeah. to me. A with chug- jabba. <laughs> chug- is there any chocolate milk over there?
0: Chuckad like a legga. What would you
1: like for what would you like for lunch, John Claude? Is there any <laughs> cheeky nuggets? <laughs> <laughs> so um oh, fuck, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> this is bad.
0: Um I think it's kind of cabin fever has completely gone. It has.
1: I think it's kind of bad, and and this isn't getting off on a type of like crazy tangent. How women in Hollywood, when they get older, they think that they have to constantly have surgery done to their face because it, if they don't, it makes them not beautiful. And then you see well, someone. they don't get cast, yeah. Yeah, and it's wrong. But there's mm-hmm. a lot of elderly women that are very, very pretty. I mean, you just, they're just they're just older. I mean, it's, it's Helen okay. Helen
0: Mirren is fucking classic. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. You know, I mean
1: Sigourney Weaver. I'm sure she's had a little bit of work done, but yep. you know, uh, the but then but then you Kristen hanger, man.
0: When they un. Bagged him or whatever the fuck it was in the beginning of this movie. I'm like, holy shit, you've had work done. Yeah. Yeah. Geez. Well, of
1: course he has. But then, and then, and then, you know, you have the women and they, they don't do that. But lots of times, sometimes, and the one that comes to mind is, is Goldie Hawn.
0: Yeah. She She's had some work done himself, where yeah.
1: you can tell that they screwed it up. Her lips are all fucked up and everything. Tell me that when Van Damme took his glasses off the first time, you didn't go, <laughs> Right? Not
0: as much as I did Schwarzenegger. Really? Yeah. See, well, I didn't see it Arnold that much. Schwarzenegger and still looked much. like Schwar- Schwarzenegger, but I, it, I was like, God damn, you've had work done. Um, I think I think yeah.
1: that if you'd seen some of Schwarzenegger's recent movies, you might not have felt that way. But he, he does look older, and I'm sure that he has work, done work. Um, but that's why, and I'm convinced, that's why he wore sunglasses the entire movie, because he had some surgery done on his eyes, um, and they fucked it up. He just totally messed it up. So um, there was a lot of... Um, there was a lot of tongue in cheek in this movie. There was a lot of one liners that 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 were meant to be funny. Um I don't want to give them away because it when you do, it kind of ruins it when you do see them. I, I mean this movie was 2012. I'm I'm imagining that anybody that's wanted to see this movie at this point has seen it. I mean it's you know, there's no no spoilers. I loved the I need a weapon, a big one. Here, give me yours. Terry no, Cruise. that's he says. My big weapon's hanging right where it's at, and
0: that's
1: And Stallone says, "Go ahead and give it to me." He goes, "Okay, but if I don't get this back, you're terminated." And is like, "In your dreams."
0: Could you imagine though, if you've got the script and you're Terry Crews and you're like. Oh fuck man, I have to say that to Schwarzenegger.
1: <laughs> I'm betting he had a hard time keeping a straight face the first time he said it.
0: I would be like I I can't I can't say this tonight to Arnold I can, sorry, can't get can't. <laughs> I think that these guys
1: getting to act with these other guys is like
0: But you know and you've got that you've got that really fun reversal with um Arnold and and Bruce Willis at the air, in the airport scene where he's like be, Arnold's like I'll be back he's like no you've been back enough I'm gonna go I'll be back and he goes Yippee no he says <laughs> he says, he says like, I'll be
1: back and he goes y- no you've been back enough yeah and then he's like Yippee yeah Yippee-ki- yes <laughs> and and again it's just like it's just like the church scene in the in the first movie where yeah. they're just making these barbs back and forth listen. Do you know whose idea? Okay, there's Chuck Norris shows up in this movie. Chuck Norris came out of retirement for this movie. He was 71 years old in this movie. That some bitch don't look 50. No. First of all, no, he doesn't. I would marry him. (laughs) Everybody knows the Chuck Norris memes that go online. That like like my favorite one that I've ever heard is Superman wears Chuck Norris pajamas.
0: Well, you know, you could say that he doesn't he hasn't really aged as much because he made a deal with the devil, but we all know that the devil made a deal with Chuck Norris. Exactly.
1: I mean, yeah. See, well, well done. Again. So, the scene where they where he kind of saves them in what was the old Russian town when they're out of ammo and he just wrecks everything and he says, "I heard you were dead." And he goes blah blah blah, you know, you heard wrong. And then she says, um, I, got, I heard you got bit by a cobra, and he says yes. And after five agonizing days, the cobra died. That was Chuck Norris's wife's idea to, <laughs> to do that. I mean, you know, I heard that Chuck Norris got COVID-19, and they quarantined the virus for 14 <laughs> days. That's, so to see Chuck Norris in a movie was just fucking incredible. And, and nobody knew that this was happening right. when this movie came out. He was not. I don't think he was in the credits on the on the on the billboard. Mm-hmm. He is on the DVD. I'm pretty sure, but that was the stuff that made this movie to me so much better than the first one.
0: What I thought about, and this has to do with that, but I don't want to get too into it because I just going to get to the you know our our top three. But I absolutely like the fact that in this movie there is no ever never ending supply of ammo. That they run out of ammo in one critical scene because they're leading up to something else, but you never get that in these stupid action movies. They're always like, bah, 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 you know, and discontin- true.
1: They yeah. run out of ammo in the first one. You see them, you you see them drop weapons and 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 drop the automatics and pull pistols and knives
0: and pull guns it's, from dead soldiers and yeah, you know, okay.
1: not in a realistic way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, why and, would it be yeah yeah, but you know I mean one of the things that everybody and I have not seen any of them yet I need to watch them are the John Wick movies one of the things that they say that's so good about that movie is that he's constantly reloading okay. to show that but you're, you're right but that was the staple of the 80s in Commando okay he walks around with like a semi uh, with a machine gun for like the last half of the movie I don't rem- I don't think I ever saw him put a new clip in ever
0: I just don't want to see a movie about a guy that doesn't wear underwear I'm sorry
1: well, you watched Friends; you can deal with it. <laughs> I won't make you watch Commando because, to be honest with you, Commando is not a good movie. <laughs> it's it's not. It's it's really bad. Listen, this is the type of movie Commando is, and if you've seen it, you've seen it, and if you haven't, you haven't, and I uh, get it. There's a part where he's holding. Do you remember in Ford Fairlane? Um,
0: I've tried to block that up. Yeah, go you ahead. shut your mouth. <laughs> um,
1: who was the the guy that at the beginning that they were, he was stalking the pussycats? Do you remember the character? Uh, that he comes back and he rescues Lauren Holly. That character, yeah, yep, yep, yep. I can't remember what his name. It was Frank the F- weirdo. Anyway, Frank the yeah. I can't anyway, remember his name. Yeah. He's in Commando, and he says something. And he's he used to be a part of Schwarzenegger's elite group. And Schwarzenegger says, "I like you. That's why I'm going to kill you last." Right. Okay. So there's a scene where he chases him down and he catches him and he's holding him out over a cliff with one hand. And he says, you can't kill me, man. You promised you were going to kill me last. As he's holding him, you can see the wire that comes down the screen and is holding around his ankle. It's (laughs) literally pulling his pants tight. That's the type of movie that Commando is. It's absolute garbage, but it is so much fucking fun. This movie doesn't do that. It's not that ridiculous. So, yes, they do run out of ammo. They they're struggling and that was the whole scene because they had Christmas coming back from the plane yeah, with all the ammo when they got the ammo, ambushed yeah. by the Sangs.
0: Exactly. And a tank.
1: And a tank. Yeah. We're going to need a tank. Uh-oh. You know he says <laughs> what does he say? We're going to need a uh, How's it going? We're in trouble. We're going to need a tank. Oh shit. What? They've got a tank. <laughs> <laughs> um the part where he looks at him when they're they're all in this building and everybody's looking at Terry Crews going what are you making there? I'm making like, you know, fettuccine alfredo or something. Rigatoni is. (laughs) Rigatoni. And they're like, man, you got, he goes, you got to plan ahead. How much coffee does that thing make? Sorry, it only makes one cup. (laughs) A coffee coffee pot that only makes one cup. Come on.
0: I haven't finished eating. Yeah.
1: (laughs) The scene where Dolph Lundgren's laying on the floor and he's snoring. Yeah. And he goes, Gunnar, wake up. And he goes, you rang <laughs> just like lurch from the adams family there's just so much shit that they put in this movie that makes it so much fun i i can't i i could watch these fucking movies on a loop and i might
0: <laughs>
1: what are you uh what are you doing later
0: not watching you want to see
1: you want to see a mel gibson movie <laughs> <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> no i don't
1: um what did you've told me that you like 2 better than 1? What I did do. what did 2 do better?
0: Um 2 is cleaner as far as story was concerned. Um I think 2 2 was it, it took it up a notch for not taking it seriously itself seriously. Um and I think the the action sequences were were not all over the place. You could kind of and it had some the action se- se- uh sequences also had some surprises too because there's a couple of times you're like what the fuck, where would that come from? Mm-hmm. Um, but it explains itself and it's and that's fine. Um, I the two things that I could have um, done without is um, one we, we only get um, a little bit of Jet Li. and I was kind I was almost expecting for him to come back, but I'm like but it would have been bullshit. Um, because how the hell would he know where they are? Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, I'm gonna pull up my big sixteen by twenty bullshit card on the Christmas girlfriend thing. Right when they're frigging, they're in. What did I say? Where they were? Albania, in the woods in Albania, and she's calling him on his cell phone. It's a satellite phone. I don't. I don't fucking care. I do. She knows what he does now. Why is she calling him? That's bullshit. Me, <laughs> little me, needy girl, little let me, needy.
1: <laughs> let me let me tell you. Let me tell you why. Let me let me tell no, you it, why. No, it, let it me went ta- nowhere.
0: You know, it didn't do anything. Write it out. You don't need it. Let me
1: let me let me, let me tell you why. That no. that scene happened. That scene happened because what they were trying to show <laughs> is the proverbial heel that every woman in this country has their man under. They don't get to do anything they want to oh, do without He's fucking permission. <laughs> I don't. I don't get to go anywhere without asking permission from that's you. That's not I true. I know it's not, not true. Not true at all. <laughs> it's not true at all. I don't know why they did it. It was. It just. It, it was kind of stupid. It
0: slowed down the story. It was dumb. It went nowhere. They had absolutely. It. You know what I mean? It, it was just stupid. It was dumb and stupid. I so think no, the only. I think st-
1: the only reason that I can say that that was in there to justify it is one that they needed the girl in there because they had, for whatever. For, you know whether they were maybe Jason Stath- Jason Statham's Stath- dating her. I don't know the only thing i can come up with is that they were trying to create some type of bridge so that they wanted you to understand that these guys had private lives and that would justify why billy was leaving the group
0: yeah okay that that would justify why billy was within the group but you don't need it you yeah. don't need you don't need christmas being distracted on the job right because then it, that could have led to something really stupid Fair right enough. and it didn't it it didn't um had they had it where he was distracted and that's how they got billy okay now you've got it into some place where it's actually impacting the story it was just stupid it, was
1: it it was it was it was not it was not warranted you're right and i don't think that they would ever write that because i think in these movies believe it or not even though stallone is the main character i think statham is the better mercenary out of all of them
0: yeah okay I agree with I, you. You know what I
1: mean? He doesn't make a mistake. He's he's he, he's always the guy that uses his head, right. instead of his heart. You know, he doesn't make the stupid decisions. Blah 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 blah. Uh, one thing that does happen is Jason Statham has the last line in all three Expendable movies. Okay. Um, I don't know why, but you know it's pretty cool. You, oh my God, what'd you do, I ladies know. and gentlemen? The cats have struck.
0: I know they have. Um, they're, they're sniffing. Let me ask
1: everything. you. Uh, let me let me ask you this. You, um. Talking about what the second one does better than the first one, um, you don't watch a lot of action movies, but you watch a- movies enough and with action sequences and to appreciate them, right? Could you appreciate the action and the special effects, the cinematography, the things like that, the views that you would get?
0: I, I guess so. I mean, I here's here's when I do see. Oh, here comes a cat. Hold on. Here's an action sequence right for you. Can Go y- make y- my fucking dinner. Go go <laughs> go do the laundry. Go go. Bye, Kitty. Okay. But Daddy did the laundry <laughs> last night. <Yeah. laughs> and there he goes. Okay. He's 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 relaxed. He's sitting down. Um After 30 seconds. What I okay, we, we, I said it earlier, um, because we'll we'll talk about Jason Statham um ensemble cast. Italian job, I really, really like. I have not seen the original and I need to put that on my list. With Michael I, Caine. I,
1: honestly, I don't know if I want to see the original. Really? I like the. I like this. It's Michael l- Caine, like, man. I like Michael Caine, but <clears throat> the the only thing that turned me off about the the, the Italian job was that you knew uh, Ed Norton was phoning it in because he was required. They they made him do that movie.
0: Oh, okay. I, you know, he's even phoning it in. He's good. He's, um, he's he's
1: he's a national treasure. He really is. Go ahead.
0: Um. So what i liked about the italian job um and okay we we won't put this on the same level as your other action movies but like ocean's 11 there's the component of the plan okay mm-hmm. so when you see what's going down in the action sequence you know what to expect and when you know when things are going wrong right that i i i like the strategy part of it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. Um, in an action sequence. That's I think my one of my biggest what are you laughing at? The,
1: well in this in the second one, it, Christmas looks straight at Barney and says, Do you have a plan that won't get us yeah. killed? <laughs> Do I you? Mean, I don't yeah. I'm asking you. Yeah, I know. And in uh, the third one, in the third one, believe it or not, they actually address that uh because what happens is uh spoilers, he realizes that there's a possibility that he could get his friends killed mm-hmm. because they, if they're loyal to him. So he fires his whole team and he brings on a new crew. And the new crew is a completely different type of crew. Like they have one guy who's a hacker who's like hardcore into computers and stuff. Okay. So he's like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go into this building and we're going to, we're just going to shoot the shit out of stuff, essentially, is what he says. Okay. And um, he says, how's that sound? And Ronda Rousey looks at him and goes, really? That's like so 1985 <laughs> and he and, and and that's a blatant reference to like first blood okay and and he says well do you have a better plan and the guy goes well yeah I got a plan and he goes okay what's your plan and he goes hold on I'm thinking <laughs> <laughs> but then it's about how we're gonna use the computers to do this do that so yeah the whole right yeah I, I see that yeah. but but they but then a, and after that he's like okay I got me a plan okay. what are you doing are you he says no, what's Nathan say are you about to do what I think you're about to do? And Stallone goes, yep. And he goes, okay, let's do it. When he crashes the plane into the tunnel.
0: Oh, yeah. I, like, yo, okay. That's that's <laughs> one thing I do have written down in my notes is crashing a plane into a plutonium what, mine. What did I say to you? Not
1: smart. As, I, as that happened, <laughs> what did I say to you? I said, this part's total bullshit. <laughs> Everything else in this movie is 100% believable.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. What was the question I was answering? <laughs>
1: Did, did you like the special effects and the action scenes? I mean, like I, I as, think, as a movie would be put together like I if think, you were compare it to like like a like Batman because we've watched Batman right, or the Mar Batman. Or, the, or the Marvel movies where you see the action and the fighting was it well done?
0: It was much better than one um, That's a hard question for me to answer to because to me the best action sequence hands down. Of any movie I have ever seen, and I may contradict myself at some point in the future, is the scene in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 when Rocket and oh, I can't think of his name, the blue guy Yondu Yondu are taken over the pirates, and you know, they, they got yeah, with the, the, with the, the arrow, arrow yeah. and all that stuff, like, yeah. That. It, I mean that is just a beautifully orchestrated, um, uh, and we'll say choreographed because the music and the arrows and everything else going on is just amazing. Mostly CGI'd and all that stuff and stuff like that. But um, where the I think the action sequences were definitely a lot better in two than in one. Um, the, Why? The, uh, uh Again, uh, probably easier to follow. You're probably a little bit more invested in the characters um you you definitely know what's going on you're you're you know a lot less shaky cam um yeah
1: that's that's what I was fishing for yeah. okay so here's my opinion on action movies i think that action movies the 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 proof is in the action sequences mm-hmm. right okay it's like it's like if you're watching hamlet
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The to be or not to be seen is what you're looking for, and okay. it needs to be good, right? Because it's what everybody knows. It's
0: everybody knows, yeah, exactly.
1: When you do an action movie, if you've got people fighting hand to hand, I need to see it.
0: Okay.
1: I want I want to see it because otherwise, why am I watching an action movie? I'm not watching an action movie. I did not watch The Expendables so I could see them in the bar for 45 minutes drinking beers and talking. Right. I want I want to see that action scene. I want to see that kick look real. I don't think there was a whole lot of difference between payroll as far as characters went between number one and number two, but there was another twenty million dollars in the budget. Okay, I'm going to go with Van Dam. Probably got pretty close to the same thing that Eric Roberts got as far as pay as as far as pay as a pay went, or or whatever with the extras and you know because you had Stone Cold, probably got a you know what I mean. So your so payroll was probably the same. The $20 million to me showed in the fact that in number one, 90% of the action sequences took place when? In the day. Nighttime. In Uh, one, nighttime. Okay, yeah. So you couldn't really see what was going on. And two, they were in broad daylight. Or it was, you know, I mean, in the airport. The only action sequence really that you had that was not outside in broad daylight was the scene where they were about to execute the workers, and they were up on top of the things, and they shot them. So that was, what, 10 seconds? Right. That, to me, is why number two is so much better than number one because I get to see it. Safe House is my perfect movie. I always go to this. What a fantastic movie. But put the fucking camera on a tripod and fight.
0: I'm going to throw up. Yeah, Fight. I want
1: to see the fight. Batman Begins did the same thing. Every fight you had the shaky cam. I don't want to see Batman out of focus. I want to see Batman knocking somebody's teeth out. Mm -hmm. That's what you want to see.
0: Well, I think, and this is just... With the Dark Knight, you, there were a lot of different camera tricks that were used to kind of disorient and, and stuff like that. But it was used in scenes where people were talking.
1: Yes. And it was... But the action, the action scenes, mm-hmm. you got to see it. And that's, to me, what makes the Marvel scenes so good. They show you what's happening. Mm-hmm. Because that's what you want to see. So that's why I asked you that. I wanted to see if that's where you came from. I thought, I thought the production value on number two was significantly better. Um, I, I don't, I, I I'm still going to, I, I two is my favorite. I like two because of the tongue in cheek stuff. I like two because there is more action. I like two because the action sequences are better. That's just kind of where I come from. Uh, I don't have a lot of trivia to go with, uh, the, the number two. Um, a sad note was that um all of Stallone's press junkets for this movie he cancelled because his son died right before it came out yeah uh, this, this he, was
0: kind of a tragic laden it was production yes. um
1: uh his son died january third or July thirteenth and a lot of people said it was an overdose, but it, it actually was not he died of a heart attack, they had prescription drugs he had prescription drugs in his system, but he did not have prescription drugs that he had not been prescribed, and he did not have. Unnecessary amounts. Uh, apparently, he just had a disease that caused him to get a heart attack. Um, there was a stunt man that got killed on set. Right. Uh, one of the rubber boats blew up and killed a stunt man and put another one in critical condition, which is mm-hmm. kind of sh- shitty.
0: The yeah, and then the other thing that kind of um, added controversy to this production was the I'm not going to pronounce this correctly. Divataska. Cave, where they shot the plutonium mine. Um, the production received a fine from the environmental, <coughs> excuse me, Environmental Protection Agency for unlawfully removing shrubs and small trees from the entrance. Uh, permits had been obtained um, allowing sets to be built, including the bridge to the cave, but. Um, the environmentalist stated that the bat population in the cave had been reduced 75 percent from 30,000 in 2010 to 8,000 in 2011. Um, and they think it was probably because of removal of um, the plant life
1: because bats are vegetarians.
0: Uh, it also probably they they probably go deeper into the cave darkness and all that stuff, but okay. Um, I let me. Read further, and I'll find out. But you nah, go to no, your good. next thing. You can go riff.
1: Uh, yeah, I got to get to it. Um, <laughs> do you know that in Germany, the person that does the overdubbing for Arnold Schwarzenegger's voice is the same person that does the overdubbing for Sylvester Stallone's voice? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, hold on. I just found it. Okay. Um on January 16th, um the prosecutor's office overturned its ruling blah blah blah. blah. Okay. Environment is stated to be an excessive number of dead bats found in the cave after filming, including several endangered species. So. Yeah.
1: Well, that sucks. Yeah. Well, they're expendable. Um <laughs> The tennis player
0: n- Endangered species are expendable?
1: <laughs> that's not what I ever I oh, did not say no. that.
0: Yep, no. that's what you said.
1: Tennis player Novak Djokovic who i think at one point was number 1 in the world filmed a cameo for the airport shootout for free however his scene which involved him beating down terrorists with his racket were cut that yeah. would have been the <laughs>
0: shit i would have known who he was yeah, but he, i mean
1: he's beating up terrorists with a tennis racket that's probably why i got cut because not a lot of people know who he was
0: yeah
1: um this was Arnold's first movie, as I mentioned earlier. After leaving office, he was on set for five days. Uh, he had to leave to go film The Last Stand, which I still have not seen yet. So I'm gonna have to put that in my queue. This is how badass Chuck Norris is. Okay. You know how they'll take like an American name and they'll translate it over to whatever English or, or to whatever language, like you know when you send a, a movie to China, all the credits get put in. Chinese. i mean apparently i'm racist if i say chinese but i'm kidding it, it but whatever, chinese yeah, dialect. whatever chinese dialect yeah do you know how to spell chuck norris in russian C h u c k n o r r. his name in russian is chuck norris <laughs> chuck norris is such a badass he's bet more badass or is that a real word than the, the russian language that's kind of all i got um I, I, fucking love this movie. Sorry, <laughs> I love it. Um, we got to do our top three moments. Unless you've got something else you'd like to talk about, I,
0: I don't think so. Um, what?
1: What? You know what? What did you think about the fight scene at the end between um between Stallone and Van Dam?
0: <sighs> <laughs> uh you. Know, I've actually seen that scene before, and I don't know where, but I'd seen it. You
1: probably saw me watching it. You probably in the house watching around cleaner or
0: something. Mayhaps. Um I, I,
1: I think the thing that kills me the most about uh, fight scenes in movies is you see these two juggernauts like Stallone and Van Damme or Statham and the guy that he was fighting that he Deadpool pushed.
0: Deadpool and the juggernaut. Yeah, that yeah. he
1: no those that's not doesn't count because those are superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> but well done uh, you know the guy that he fights that he pushes into the the rotor blade of the helicopter and stuff like that and you see these guys just beat the piss out of each other for like 10 minutes mm-hmm. right I've it, 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 it's not it that's not how it works mm-hmm. it, it doesn't happen especially when you're hitting each other with fucking boards and brass knuckles. if you get hit in the head with brass knuckles once you're done. that's why that's why they're illegal there, there's a reason these guys fight they beat each other up they're punching and they're kicking. And you just sitting here going, Jesus! I mean, literally like two kicks to the head, and you're you're done. And you know what really surprised me about this movie? There's the scene right at the beginning, right when Stallone and Van Damme start fighting, and he makes a comment about Are you going to kill me like a man, or are you going to kill me like a sheep? Well, first of all, I'd have done exactly what you said. <laughs> I'd have, I'd have Indiana Jones or Indiana Jones's ass and shot him right in the fucking head with my pistol that was on my hip.
0: Kill you like a bitch.
1: But he yo. grabs me punches him, he kicks him, he flips him up and down, he throws him into the things, and all of a sudden Van Damme does a surprise roundhouse kick and he kicks him in the head. He should have known
0: it was coming, it's Van Damme! <laughs> <laughs> when uh, he, okay, I, I, gonna, you, you mentioned the, rotor blader.
1: <laughs> the, the rotoblader. The blader, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Oh, okay, second glass of wine just got, kicked the fuck
1: They've end. got one of those on every helicopter um, except the, Kobe's.
0: The, the, the Blade in the back of the
1: That's the rotor blade. The
0: rotor blade. Okay. The rotor blade. And you've got Statham fighting off some bad dude army guy. Uh-huh. Um and his head is getting pushed back into the blade and he you know, he gets himself out of it. And, okay, I'm gonna call another bullshit card. Not as large as the other bullshit card I called before. I mean maybe an eight by ten bullshit card, but um I would have much preferred in that scene to see one of the other team members get him out of that situation. This whole thing where, ah, you know. And well, they, they
1: actually made the sound effect like the rotor blade hits him on his back. Yeah. Like his backpack or something, yeah. No. Having Having worked on helicopters? No. No. Um, I don't even remember how he got out of it. I've watched it twice in the last three days. He did something. He kicks him or punch. I can't, yeah, I can't remember. He, he I, I, I'm ducks. on board. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm okay with that. The guy yeah.
0: ends up with his head cut off. It, it, you know, and the blade going the way it was going, was it really going to cut his head off in that way? No, it probably rip up his face. But no,
1: it would have. His head would have exploded. Exploded. I, it, put- I don't think it cut his head off. It, his head just exploded. It exploded. That was the funny it thing you said exploded. to me in the very beginning when the sniper was up on the on the hill and he shot somebody and the guy's head blows up and you laughed and I said what? And he goes, his head just exploded. I'm like. It's a fucking fifty cow bullet. See, I'm yeah, well.
0: and and then I showed you
1: I showed you how big a fifty cow bullet was, and you went, oh, okay.
0: <laughs> I've I've never been in the military. I don't I know. know. I, I know
1: those sniper rifles are badass. Uh,
0: okay, so I mean,
1: I think that we've covered this well enough. I I, I had fun. Uh, you want me to do my three favorite moments? Three favorite moments first.
0: Uh do what you want to do. Uh,
1: you can do yours, or I can do mine. I don't care. Oh, you do yours. All right, my third one was when Yarnold went "Yippee ki <laughs> just because it was so perfect. Okay. It, you weren't expecting it because y- mm-hmm. nobody had made fun of a Bruce Willis line yet, and Bruce Willis had made fun of a couple lines about you know this and that, and then he's like "Yippee ki I just thought there was when they were in the when they were in the, the airport. I also loved it when Bruce Willis says well, he pulls up in that smart car and. <laughs>
0: Yippie oive. I mean, that's just yeah. a stupid thing to say. <laughs> Yippie kaiyevit
1: yeah, yeah,
0: I know, but you know, when you when somebody says something, cause you're like, you would say oive. Oh, maybe, but not yippee Okay, I mean, never. Yeah, go uh, ahead. fair enough. Okay.
1: He pulls up in that smart car, and Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger goes, "This thing, my shoe is bigger than this." Yeah, yeah. And he says, "Just get in," and he rips the door off.
0: He, well, <laughs> okay that is absolutely ridiculous um to, to to see him just grab the door and rip it off equally if not more ridiculous is bruce willis gets frustrated opens his door from the inside and rips it off yeah
1: <laughs> and he's driving and shooting and hitting people at the same yeah,
0: time just, so yeah. funny so silly
1: um my second favorite scene was at the beginning with the scene we talked about when Arnold says, here, give me yours. No, my big weapon's hanging where it's right where it's at. <laughs> yeah. And he says, you're term- you're, if you don't get it back, you're terminated uh, in your dreams. My first, my favorite scene in this movie, we did not talk about it at all, when they actually go to the town where the sayings have taken all the men and the kids okay. um, to, for, to be workers to dig for them. Um, when they ambush the sayings that come to take the women to work, mm-hmm. that it's it's basically the fight scene in that town. There's just something about the the fight, the way it happens with all of them fighting. But I love Jason Statham in the church using the the what's it called the this when you burn smelly stuff the incense the ball incense thing. sensor yeah, yeah and he's just beating the tar oh it's so it's so good I I. The first time I saw that, I rewound it. I'm like, "Well, I did, I didn't because I was in the theater." But the first <laughs> time I watched it on DVD, I rewound it. It was pretty dope. I was like, "That's badass." Okay. The three.
0: All right. Well, uh, since you you mentioned the smart car, like um, th- thankfully I had a backup. Um,
1: you can do a smart car.
0: No, no. I I here's the thing. Okay. I'm I'm gonna. Put two things in one. One thing I thought was funny, but the other thing I could have done without. Okay, so Maggie, right? When oh. they're in, when they're in the, the plane, and Dolph Lundgren's trying to get her attention. <coughs> 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 yeah, that whole thing where he's hitting on her. Um, I could have done without a that. It was funny, but I could have done without. You know. People looking at her as love interest, even the even though Sylvester's like I'm not gonna fall for you because everybody I like gets hurt kind of thing. But um, it's true it's true I know, but yeah, I could have done without that. Just let her play her role and don't try to hook her up with somebody. But, um, but I thought the Dolph Lundgren was was funny. He was he he played that well. Good, Did you like yeah.
1: that part better or the part where they asked him what their final meals would be and he said, baby seal, well ass.
0: No, I didn't.
1: But I would love, I would love some Chinese and Stallone looks at him and goes, well then I guess you're going to starve.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah, it's all guy stuff. Yeah. Um, but you know what?
1: That was something that would have been said in an 80s movie and nobody would have thought anything of right, it.
0: Right, right. Um, the scene um, where they are in the little mocked up US town and they're getting ambushed by the Sangs with the tank and stuff like that and everybody's like, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out, and something happens and just everybody starts falling down and the tank blows up. Stallone and says, there. I've got
1: one left, and he pops Wait. out to shoot, and as he shoots, everybody starts getting wiped out. Yeah,
0: everybody starts getting wiped out. So I was thinking, okay, is this like a like he hits the sky, this guy turns and starts shooting, and then everybody gets killed by like this domino effect. And I, I kind of chuckling to myself, but then they reveal that Chuck Norris character had just taken all of these guys out, like three or four truckloads of dudes, which we know the trucks can carry infinite amount of people, um, a la the airport scene, um, but a tank. <laughs> we
1: well, had a he had an RPG. That's what they're getting at.
0: I don't know what that means. <laughs>
1: rocket, rocket-propelled grenade.
0: Okay. Anti-tank. So rocket. anyway, he 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 took them all out by his little self. So that was that was funny. That's funny. Um, and this is just me being me. The fact that they have this whole scene where they are rat-a-tat-tatting and fighting and doing everything they can in this airport to take out the Sangs and. Behind, I think it's Terry Crews and somebody else. Uh, there's like these, this liquor store that has like these displays of wine, and not a bottle gets hurt.
1: Well, that made you happy, right? Because it more does. Wine. Yes, it does. Wine it, helps me drink.
0: Wine helps me drink. <laughs> um, <laughs> can I? Mommy doesn't get drunk. She just has fun. Yeah.
1: <laughs> can I tell you my favorite part of watching this movie with you?
0: uh Oh, what?
1: At the very beginning. <clears throat> First of all, when they escaped at the beginning, when they rescued Drench and the Chinese billionaire, mm-hmm. they were sliding out the power lines. <laughs> okay? So what they had was they were actually sliding down these power lines, but the power lines are supported. If you look at how power lines run, it won't, it won't happen. And, and you, it, I admit it, I called out so many things watching this with you, the second one, that I was like, that would not give me. My favorite part was when Statham and Stallone fell off the power lines and everybody else ended up in the river. Right. And they got surrounded, and he does the thing with his finger, and he goes boom, <laughs> boom, and you go, holy crap! What did he? What did his finger just do? <laughs> you genuinely thought he had a magic <laughs> he finger? He had magic
0: finger He, guns. Fin- b- b- he bow, finger bow, banged them. <laughs> i like, what the fuck
1: I was like, this? oh my god, that's so awesome! And then you were like, oh, okay, sniper, <laughs> got it. So funny.
0: Well, you know, you just never know with this film. Never no, you know. Wouldn't. Okay, so for one, we did not cover this. Um, so let's try to get them all in one. Did you have questions? I I, I don't, don't. I don't have any questions. The only question that I do have, and I understand that they set it up from the very beginning that these guys are loyal to each other. Blah 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 blah. blah. Okay, but you have what's his name? Gunner. Yep. The Dolph Lundgren character who they have established is a heroin addict.
1: A, a, a drug user of some drug sort. Drug user, yeah. okay. They, didn't, they never said what type of drug.
0: Just a drug. Um, they,
1: they called him a junkie, which leads me to believe that it would be...
0: A junkie would be heroin. Heroin or yeah. something. Um, you know, uh, troubled, um, unbalanced. But if you've got a guy who has turned on you... And tried to kill you and another member of the squad. At the end of two, I had a teensy little bit of a problem that, oh, they welcome him back in with open arms. In the one? Yeah, in number one, without knowing a length of time between said end of adventure to happy bar scene where they're throwing knives, um, has he been to rehab? Has he been to therapy? <laughs> Has he resolved this crazy little thing called Dolph Lundgren?
1: In the movie, he was supposed to die in the script. Okay. They edited the script so they could bring him back for two. Okay. Um. I would say that if you've been in the mud and the blood with the guy mm-hmm. multiple, multiple times, and he just had a bad day, that you'd give him that one because of that Band of Brothers thing. he had two bad days. No, he had one.
0: No one. He almost killed Jetley in the beginning, and that's when they kicked him out. And then he tried to kill Jetley and Stallone. Well,
1: that's that's your bad day, because it's he, a long bad day. It is a long bad day. But you know what? I mean, everybody's at home right now. Things just kind of run together. I, I, I mean, I'm not going to tell you no. Okay. You're mercenary. You know, I mean, you're a mercenary. In fact, in the third one, that's, uh, that's
0: just an unhealthy yeah codependency. In the third right one, there. Jet
1: Lee works for Trench. He doesn't work for Barney anymore. So he comes in at the very end. So it's just that it's just that lifestyle. Um, you know, they actually go and rescue. In the third one, they go and rescue Wesley Snipes' character. They get they break him out of a super secret Russian prison, uh, and he's in a prison because he tried to pull off a political assassination on his own and he got caught. And Somebody, you know, he says something to, to Stallone and Stallone says, what are you talking about? If you'd have tried that with me, I'd have cut you up in little pieces. But he still went and rescued him and he's right back on the team. So it's, it's, I. <clears throat> they wanted Dolph Lundgren in the second one. I mean, that's, that's all I can say. you probably right. The original script called for him to die in, mm-hmm. in the movie, but. Okay. All right. Um. Shit. I was going to ask you something there and uh, I kind of forgot it. Anyway, no worries.
0: Right, well, well, that's we'll the typical question that you typically
1: No nope, No, uh, box office.
0: Oh, okay, do the box office.
1: Expendables, uh, in 19, or excuse me, 19, in 2010, uh, it made 103 domestically, 274 million worldwide with a budget of 80 million. It was a monster success. It was number 25 movie of 2010. Uh, and the Expendables 2 did not do as well domestically, but it did better internationally. It did 85 million uh, domestically. It did 314 million worldwide. At a hundred million budget, so they put twenty million more into the movie. I feel I don't think the I don't think that the money went up as far as casting and everything went. Mm -hmm. It was the number thirty three movie of nineteen of two golly, it well technically it was a nineteen eighties movie of two thousand twelve. Um, I think that might be it on that. Uh, It it uh there were some monster movies in two thousand ten and two thousand twelve, including Avengers. Uh, you know what? I can pull them up for you real quick. Let's see. 2010, the number one movie was Avatar. What and beaten that? Uh, Toy Story 3, that shit show called Alice in Wonderland, ironically Iron Man 2. Mm. Um, the Twilight Saga. Ooh. Mm. This came in uh, after Robin Hood, which, man, I really don't get that, and before due date. This was the last movie that made $100 million in 2010. 2012, uh, number one movie was The Avengers. Uh, Men in Black 3, Wreck-It Ralph, uh, Dark Knight Rises was number two. This had some big movies. It came in uh, uh, right after Life of Pi, but just ahead of Wrath of the Titans. So um, they're very successful. Like I said, the the fourth one's already greenlit. We'll watch that together when it comes out. We'll go to the theater on the Thursday night when it premieres. Okay. You and I. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, she could not be less interested. So, um, uh, what am I watching?
0: Oh, you didn't ask me if I'd watch this one again. Would you watch this one again? Two, I probably would watch Uh,
1: again. Oh, yeah. You want to watch it right now?
0: No. (laughs) Fuck, man. If you were watching it, I'd probably sit down and watch a little bit and go do something else and come back and sit down and watch a little bit, you know. Not, it's just fun, right? Yeah. I, I if I were home alone on a Saturday night and decided to watch a movie, you, I'm not pulling this. No, out you the wouldn't DVD pick this. Case. For yeah, sure.
1: And no. I, I know you wouldn't. Okay, fair okay. enough. All right. All right, now what am I watching?
0: Okay. So, I am um, taking a chance um 2019 movie. Okay. Um going to pick Little Monsters. 2019? Mm-hmm. It uh, stars Lupita Nyong'o.
1: Oh, have you seen um, this? No, I haven't. I well, really that's not fair. You're not allowed to do that. You have to pick a movie you've seen.
0: No. Yeah. It's the kind of movie I would watch, so okay. I think it falls in that category. Okay, what's this about? Uh, a washed-up musician teams up with a teacher and a kid show personality to protect young children from the sudden outbreak of zombies. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I'll get a whirl. All right.
1: I mean, pff, can't be worse than Rebecca.
0: <laughs> 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 uh, you know what? I saw it. I think I saw it on Hulu when I was looking at stuff to watch the other day, and I really wanted to watch it, but I really wanted to watch it with you. So That's sweet. Isn't that sweet? I love you. Aww.
1: I'm Gbishop72 on Twitter.
0: I am T5FF underscore Angel on Twitter. I am Marketing underscore Angel on Instagram. And the show, if you'd like to follow the show, it is at This on Twitter and Instagram. We also have a Facebook page. If you are a podcast and you love films and you would like to pick out a movie for us to watch and have a nice little conversation with us, you are more than welcome to just uh, hit us up on any one of our social media pages. You can also find us on our podcast page, which is should honeyyoushouldwatchthis.podbean.com.
1: I guess we'll see you next week.
0: All right. Bye.